Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Uh, my name is Brendan and I'm sitting here with Steve next to his pool, his backyard in the lovely shade with a glass of water. Thank you, Steve, for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> ice water. This feels good. Um, and Steve, you guys, your family has been at Victory Point for the last four years? Four and a half years. Four yeah. and a half years? Yeah. So we started... Um, well, we were just checking out churches and, and um, wanted to go to one church for the entire Lenten season. That's and right. Yep. We had visited and heard that um, Steve was going to preach on Peter. Okay, that's um, Steve Rusticus, we, our yes. former lead pastor. Yeah, yep. not, not myself. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't going to preach in the... But anyways. Um, yeah, I was going to pre- preach the Lenten series on the life of Peter. Um, yep. And so I said, well... You know, that sounds like a pretty good thing to stick around for, for six weeks or whatever it was. Um, and then just, we just fell in love with the church. And um, I think about last week, Earl talked about um, how we're ordinary. Our church is ordinary. Mm-hmm. And I remember Steve Ruskis preached on the sermon one time about just being ordinary. But what really drew us is just the realness. Um, you know, there's it's not unusual for someone in the congregation to banter back and forth with Steve or Matt, mm-hmm. you know, Um one of the first sermons, uh, services we were at, um, yeah, someone kind of laughed at a mistake that Steve had made or something. But just, it was, it's real. And it's not a place where we have to pretend to be um, super spiritual people, you know. <laughs> but uh, just, yeah, so we, we have loved it. We've gotten more and more involved over the years. So. Yeah, you guys are part of a missional community now? Yes, we are. Um, the Gateway Community. Um, mm-hmm. So that's down uh, with tied in with the Holland Rescue Mission. So. Yep. Are you guys gathering right now? Um, we are, sort of. Um, we did a lot of Zoom for a while, mm-hmm. but we um, had one um, meeting with uh, over the dryer's house. We weren't able to go um, but to that, but then this past uh, Monday, we had a dinner with the people from the program. Um, this is a- not yesterday, because... This process oh, yes. airing on yeah. 30th, last, but last week, eight days ago, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and so um, we were able to meet with them and just have some fellowship together. One of the things that we do as guys is we try to go out to breakfast once a month. Yeah. And so we haven't been able to do that, but we're um, working on getting that set up. Yeah. What's that been like for you? Yeah. Well, it's um, for p- people who don't know, the Gateway Center is, is part of the rescue mission, and it's so it's an opportunity for people who've gone through the mission to kind of get a restart on life. Um, it's about a nine-month program. Um, they take classes, finance classes that they then would will work for the rescue mission, oftentimes in the Gateway Center for another 12 months. Um, our goal as a group is just to be able to come alongside the students as they go through. Um, so as they kind of move out of that program they're starting to build relationships yeah. out in the community yep. um so it's just it's been great to get to know some of the guys um and the ladies too but usually we connect yeah. more of the guys um even with my kids um we were at a meal a couple well before the pandemic and um they were really connecting with a, a guy named spencer um yeah. so that was fun to see my kids interact with him so. yeah 
that's cool. Yeah, so yeah, it's great. Well, I'm glad that you guys are plugged in yeah. there, and um, that's just good news. Every time I hear about the Gateway Missional Community and yeah. what you guys are doing, um, just fills me with hope. Um, you guys are crossing barriers and breaking boundaries, yeah. which is awesome in the name of Jesus. And you guys are building community, um, and you guys are developing your own kind of worship language and moving through um, obstacles and challenges. And I'm really encouraged to see that. So thanks for being a part of that. Yeah. And no also problem. just love having you guys part of this faith family in general. Yeah. Like you guys have been a huge gift to us. So thank you for your friendship and for your family. It's just, I mean, I, I mean, I love, I mean, even just the simple thing of like the way you guys are involved, like, you know, serving and, and leading, you know, from music to kids zone to all this, all this yeah. stuff. I really appreciate you guys. Well, let's dive into today's scripture. Um, today we're going to be looking at song of Solomon and uh, it'll be Song of Solomon, verse, uh, chapter 2, verses 8 through 13. Would you mind if I read this out loud? That'd, first? that'd be great. All right, here's how it goes. The voice of my beloved, look, he comes, leaping upon the mountains, bounding over the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he stands behind our wall, gazing in at the windows, looking through the lattice. My beloved speaks and says to me, Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. For now the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of singing has come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth its figs, and the vines are in blossom, they give forth fragrance. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. What do you think, Steve? Well, I, when I first uh, saw that this was the passage Psalm of Songman, I thought, are we going to have to have a PG-13 rating for this podcast? <laughs> because my connection is with this book is just, as a kid, we would read that because, you know, it was kind of risque. So, But this passage, I think, is PG. So. Okay. Um, okay. That's good. But I guess that leads into the thing. I often think about why is this book in the Bible? Yeah. Um, you know, when I first read it, it's like, it's kind of like a Disney movie, just the, the prince and the princess fall in love yep. and it's all, you know, flowers and roses and stuff. Um, but I think, well, okay, that's not why it's in the Bible. Hmm. Um, and so I was trying to figure out kind of what relevance it has to us. Um, when I think about, um, you know, how the, the, um, loved, the woman is speaking about her lover being a. Uh, gazelle or young stag I'm, I'm thinking okay is that how Jackie would describe me now <laughs> probably not now but 25 years ago uh, yeah yeah for yeah. sure uh, um and so I thought well what what connection is there well think about how when people are young and in love everything is just um there's just a spark and everybody they, they just want to be together all the time yeah. right yeah um as you grow older and you get married, your your love becomes more common, hmm. right? More just kind of, it's comfortable to be with this person. You know that it's somebody that you can uh, count on. Um, you know, not that there's not that passion still, but it's just different. Um, mm -hmm. It's a more mature love. And so I started to think about how does that equate to our faith? Um, you know, when it, when someone first comes to faith, usually it's it's, you know, they're on fire. They want to spend as much time as they can in the word and with other believers. But as maybe this is not, maybe it's just myself, not everybody, but as time goes on, your faith walk can become commonplace and just kind of 
in essence, going through the motions. Um, yep, I read my Bible. Yep, I go to church. But how often is that fire still there? Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so that's the connection to me. It's like, why after, I mean, I first became a Christian when I was in fifth grade, really kind of made it my own when I was in college and where it came alive to me. But why do I not have that same passion and desire for spending time in the word um, that I did back then? Hmm. Um, so that was kind of convicting for me to say, okay, this is um, my, my, my faith should be like mm -hmm. what is being described. Song of songs or song of Solomon should be in the Bible because it reminds us of what our faith should be like or could be like. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, even just reading it, beyond trying to explain it, I just, as I'm reading it, like you said, the Disney story, it's mm -hmm. just like you get caught up. It's beautiful poetry. Yeah. It's beautiful. And you just get caught up in like, yes, that's what I want. I want, mm -hmm. you know, I want my beloved to come and rescue me. I want yeah. to be taken away and I want to be drawn up into this larger story of renewal. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not just, Hey, come out on a date with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my beloved is like a gal gazelle who comes and says, come with me and, and we're going to go out to dinner. It's I'm renewing all of creation, you know? And if yeah. you're stuck in the winter, it says for now, the winter is past. So I'm thinking, I wonder if this is for people who are in the winter or who are in, you know, in the rain, who are in, uh, the midst of stuff that they don't want to be in. Yeah. You know, just like when we're in the middle of February and the <laughs> snow yeah. is just gross and you're just like, the sky is just gray. And you're like, and then you start thinking of summer. It's like, oh, yeah. summer, you know? Yeah. But then you join that together with with that longing for a savior to return. Yeah. You know, longing for, for Jesus to come back and to rescue us. Yeah. It's like, and, and to do that, not just you know, uh, you know, on, on one plane of just, I'm just going to come and be with you, but also I'm going to set you back into a whole creation, you know, whole renewed mm -hmm. creation. That's what lit, lights me up. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're talking about like that, that sense of passion and fire, it's not, um, so much like for me, it, that comes from realizing I'm in the winter right now. Yeah. And man, I long for Jesus. Yeah, I long for, for him sure. so much to come and return and just restore all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of what was grabbing my attention for, for now the winter is past and going yeah. like, yes, aren't we all kind of in a winter, you know, like in Narnia yeah. where it, it's always exactly. winter and never Christmas. And then when Aslan comes, everything starts to thaw, yeah. you know, and bloom and um, the witch, be, her power begins to to fade. And, and, uh, and so that, that's what, that's the same kind of longing I want to have for Jesus where yeah. I realize where we're at and I realize what's to come. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on, come get us Jesus. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when definitely I, that passion and, and, and that maturity, I think of faith to realize where we're at and where we're going. Yeah. I um, reread this this morning, getting ready for you to come and that jumped out to me. Um, just the idea is it's um, Jesus is coming. So it symbolizes or can, foreshadow his first coming mm -hmm. but now his second coming as well so yeah. I, I hear that um yeah or i think you know the winter right right now like you said we're sitting out on our deck because it's yeah, june it's nice. if we were doing this in february we would not be sitting on the deck yeah, right here <laughs> well maybe i'll bundled up but uh -huh. um yeah just that newness the spring and, and summer so yeah i know that's good well Today, I hope that you guys are filled with that hope and that love for Jesus to know that he is uh, your rescuer. He is um, our beloved who is coming to take him 
take uh, take us with himself and to just restore us and restore all of creation. Hope that just fills you with hope today. Um, join us tomorrow. We're going to be uh, reading Zechariah 9. Yeah. I'm, I love all these different passages this week. We get a really mm-hmm. interesting mix of passages. So this is a different feel. But um, we're going to be re- reading Zechariah 9 tomorrow. So join us tomorrow morning. These podcasts go out at 5 a.m. Do you know that? Yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't know if I any- don't listen to it then. Okay. <laughs> if, if anyone gets up before 5 and you're like, why isn't this out yet? Um, let me know and I'll schedule it to go out earlier. But, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, peace to everybody. Have a great day. And may you be filled with hope today. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.